Who is Spider-Man? He's a criminal, that's who he is. Hello and welcome to episode 175 of After All This Time. Always with me, your host, Mr. Tom Dole. Me, Mr. Patrick Holland. And some say he's the Emma Raducanu of the podcast, yes. Mm-hmm. We all saw him celebrating for in court for beating a teenager. It's producer Joe Power! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. You weren't 100% confident with Raducanu there, were you? Uh, I wasn't because um, during the 90s in the Premier League, there was a huge influx of uh, Romanian uh, players like right. Dumitrescu, P- P- Petrescu, Pop, uh, there were others. And so I wasn't... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to make sure I can't... Yeah. So, but I, I did it. Did it. You did do Something it. Something I normally stumble on. And you did it. Now, what... Um, I tell you what, I can believe that something that Joe has gotten into has now completely captured the... It's like Joe was six months ahead of the game. Wasn't I? Mm. Wasn't Britain I went tennis mad on Saturday night. Oh, it was great, um, though, wasn't does it? Does that mean in, like, six months' time, people are just going to go losing their absolute uh, <laughs> cruffs? Like, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you what, in a couple of months, I bet everyone will be going nuts for Christmas. Oh, well, one gosh, of his yeah. face. You, you can see it coming. Guarantee you? you heard it here first. Snacking becomes Olympic sport. <laughs> <laughs> You're a trendsetter. Speaking... Speaking of um, snacking as an Olympic sport, have you guys? There's this documentary series on Disney Plus called Thirty for Thirty. Yeah, and they're all they're sports documentaries. Yeah, have yeah, you yeah. seen any of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. seen the competitive eating one? No. Oh my god! It is both fascinating and just woefully disgusting how much food people are just shoving in their faces. It's it's incredible how much they can eat in a set time. But it is gross how, like, so it's the, they have it on, like, the 4th of July in New York. Right. It's hot dogs, you know, the classic American hot dog, and it's how many, who can eat the most hot dogs? And there's this one guy whose name is uh, Kobayashi. And I only remember his name because they use it in um, Star Trek as well. His method, I think it's all their methods, but he's the one who shows you how, like, to actually do it, is to soak the buns in water whilst, whilst scoffing two frankfurters, two buns in the water... Soggy buns in the mouth, two frankfurters, soggy so you... buns in the mouth, and and it's like that for about 80, 90 hot dogs. Oh. It is gross. It is so gross, but it's so such a good. They don't eat the hot dog as a whole; they eat the buns and the. the, the as dog long separately. as you consume a frankfurter and a bun, that yeah. counts as having eaten a hot dog. And he's doing two frankfurters in one go, two two soggy buns in one go, and he's like a machine, just doing that on repeat. And just quickly, what was the Star Trek storyline where they had a competitive eater in there? <laughs> I think it was the, uh, the, the trouble with... Um, oh, I, can't think of, I can't think of anything. No. There's, a, there's a famous episode called The Trouble with Tribbles. Uh, dribbles? Dribbling? The uh, Trouble with Dribbles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's true. How much... What if you do dribble or, or cough? Like, do they... <laughs> that comes up. An ill-timed because cough. one of them... One of them uh, starts to vomit yeah. and catches it in his mouth and starts to fo- like try not to let any spill down the side and try and swallow it back again because vo- oh, vomit. Oh God! I'm yeah. so sorry, home weirdos. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. But it is an amazing like um, rivalry he has with an American competitor. It's an amazing story. Mm. Just intercut with these very gross shots of people gorging on very like at one point they're like, is he the best eater in nature? They get him to compete against a bear. Oh my god! And the bear wins, <laughs> and the commentators are like, there you go. So he can be beaten. It's like yeah, by a f- bear. Like what good's this meant to do for any humans that are competing against him? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Um... But still, congratulations, Emma Raducanu. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On her competitive... So where did, where did you watch it, Joe? Did you go all out of the pub, or where were you? No, no, no. I watched it uh, just, you know, at Emma's place, where I've watched just most of the tennis this year. You've keep your... First name terms with her, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she's, she's in New York at the minute, so it's fresh. Uh, no, exactly. Yes, her place is free. Did I, did I tell you that I, I was at her first ever tour match? You did in the WhatsApp group, and yeah. it felt... Yeah, vi- no offence, mate, 
It felt very much. I saw these guys before yeah. they were big. Look, it, it, it had that vibe. Now. If I'm, if we, I'm gonna, we didn't watch. Our, we didn't listen to our first album, mate. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I only, I only saw her by accident. It's really, it's like one of those really annoying things where uh, we were we were at uh, the Nottingham uh, Championship, wherever it was, uh, and it was Emma Raducanu versus Harriet Dart, and I just wanted to go see Harriet Dart because she's quite a good tennis player. Like and then so, so I didn't take any. She's pictures. in the wrong sport, isn't she? And I know. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Look at that. Um, she could be cashing it in. She could. Pl- yeah, I know. Oh. It's a sh- it's a shame. I feel bad for her. Um, but I didn't take it. Yes, yes, yes. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take any pictures of uh, of that match. But I got loads of pictures of the now number two. UK tennis player Johanna Conta. Who gives? Although saying that, yeah. like that was my favourite part of the entire championships. Everyone congratulating Emma Raducanu, and then she puts out a tweet about grand designs. Just oh, that warmed <laughs> my heart. <laughs> it's just so, so you didn't take any? Did imagine if you had? Have you got a ticket or anything that says her name on it or anything like that? No, no, no. no I've got my ticket. Em- no, no, not they don't even have memorabilia at that place. I've, I mean, I've got the ticket to that event, and imagine you know, if you had a signed program. Oh my god, yeah, Ooh. what it would be worth? Because some someone on I saw someone on Twitter post about uh, seeing that match, and someone responded, "That's like seeing the Beatles at the Cavern Club." But I'm, no, but because the Beatles were already good at the Cavern Club, yeah. this is like this is like seeing the Beatles in a rehearsal room when they were sort of figuring it out. Because she yeah. lost the match. That I saw her play, but it's like one of maybe four she matches she's heart. lost all year. Oh yeah, she's she won the nation's heart. But also speaking oh. speaking of tennis, um, I found out the other day that um, Tim Tim Henman is a patron of the um, the National uh, Pipe Smokers Association. So that does not surprise me in the slightest. Does it not? No, dear old Tim. He likes a pipe. He likes a pipe. Bless him. You've got, you've got to give him. Do that. you reckon he's happy, Tim Henman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know? Oh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he is. I mean, as much as they're trying to make it a ridge or a mound, it'll always be a hill at Wimbledon. It's a Henman yeah. Hill. He'll always have that, unless you know. Someone, oh, is someone, it, it going to be called the Radicanu Ridge? Someone tried Radicanu. It's not a ridge. It's a hill. Yeah. Do you think that's all it takes to make him happy? As long as he's got a hill. As long as he's got a hill to die on, <laughs> and, and, and a pipe to to sit on sit on the hill and smoke his pipe. <laughs> Imagine if they just called it the Radicanu Hill. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> just, just no, just no effort at all. <laughs> just literally scratched his name from the front. It's gone from Hemman Hill to Radicanu Hill. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, do you remember Phil Collins' hill from South Park? No, it was just a hill. It was a big hill in the shape of Phil Collins' head. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, did you watch the match, Pat? No, I had a very busy day on Saturday, and I, I I turned it on to watch it, and I saw like the literally the final shot, and then her collapsing onto the ground. And and she'd won. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Hmm. So I caught that bit, but I didn't see anything else. But that bit was good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to see anything live. I listened to uh, the majority of the match um, on the M4. Uh, oh, I have to say, Radio 5's coverage. I was, I was I gigged in Bath on Saturday. Mm. Very nice. Uh, and then Brighton on Friday, which was really really nice. That was superb. Um, so I've had a good weekend of gigs. So up yours, Bath. Yeah, take that. Bath was fine, but uh, <laughs> Brighton. Brighton. But just Brighton was better. Well, Brighton just one of the nicest gigs in the country. If there, um, but I had a lovely time in both. Um, and yeah, I was just. It, but it reminded me it had lots of deja vu mm-hmm. because where was I the first time Andy Murray won his won Wimbledon? Were you in the car? I was in the car. No, was in the car. Oh. So now we know. Driving, yeah, that's what needs to happen. You know, you're in the Radicanu. Oh, Red, yes. Radicanu. Radicanu. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Driving yes. down the road, Radicanu. <laughs> I was on the uh, the Emma Four. It's it's all <laughs> lovely stuff. It's all just good. So this is this is three friends having a lovely time. Uh, speaking of everyone gets one. Um, speaking of everyone gets one. I've just. Um, 
about an hour ago finished watching Spider-Man with Elsa. Mm-hmm. So ah. there was a bit of um, sort of explaining like, look, we're going to watch Spider-Man soon. Uh, that you, You've got a lot of catching up to do. Um, this is a new Spider-Man. So she was straight away, she was like, so who, is, there, is there another Ned? I was like, not another Ned. I was like, but oh, she's... you showed her Sam Raimi Spider Man. Sam Raimi Spider Man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, do you want to ask me if it holds up? Oh, Tom, does it I... hold up, mate? I don't know. Oh, it's okay. really disjointed. Why, why did I ask you? Uh, <laughs> it's really disjointed. It's, some of it is really good, and in other times, it, it uses a lot of montages, and a lot of times, mm. it just literally like the scene will like close, and then it's like it, it's got a real book feel to it, like opening and closing up a page. Um, it's incredibly cheesy. Last time I watched it, I thought... I, I don't know if about Hold Up, but it's definitely dated. Whereas that first X-Men film, I don't think has. And, and uh, when I watched Spider-Man 2, I, don't th- I think that's aged quite well. But Spider-Man 1 is so... Like the, the Macy Gray cameo. Uh, some of the effects are, are just <laughs> shocking. Some of the dialogue, like you're suffering from the grease syndrome of you've got like thirty year olds playing high schoolers. It's yeah. just, it's 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 aged. Well, I was never a massive mass. I, I enjoyed it, but I was never a massive fan of it. Um, but mm. it it all you know. I think Elsa was pretty shook up by the scene where the Green Goblin. Bursting on Aunt May, praying. Um, oh yeah, uh, she, and she she finish did... she finishes the prayer. Yeah, yeah, finish it <laughs> <laughs> from evil. And then um, she was really um, she was really into the uh, the kissing scene, the upside down kissing scene. She was loving oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And she even said, "She went, how on earth are you kissing Spider Man?" <laughs> Which I really enjoyed. <laughs> but we had we had a bit of a disaster. Um, on Sunday, we went to see Poor Patrol, the movie, and okay. uh, it, we had missed the one at Bexley Heath, so we went to see the one at the O2. Uh, if you park in certain car parks at the O2, um, it's good for the cinema. Both of those, one of those car parks was closed, the other one was empty, so we, had, so we were against the clock, like really against the clock now. So we went to another car park, and because we were rushing, I didn't think about things got very close to the cinema and I realised I'd left my phone with all the ticket details in the car. Uh, and yeah, so we had to we had to we had to bail, but um still Spider Man was good. But yeah, it was really <laughs> it, it it's that thing of like just over reliance on, on, on the phone and I was just like God, mm-hmm. I always had my phone on me but because I was using uh the sat nav on it, it was in my uh ashtray. Yeah, it's a oh, horrible thing. But yeah, but uh, any bad things happened to you guys this weekend? Bad things? No, not really. I had quite a nice weekend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. How was the blooming aquarium? How was the aquarium? So the aquarium was great fun. I had, I had a lovely time. Um, Did you get you know your answer? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't dare ask anyone. Oh. One, because what I wanted to do was uh, like when I ambushed uh, Cafe Nero oh, about yeah. the <laughs> conspiracy. I wanted to ambush someone who worked there. <laughs> um, but, but there was no way to be secretly recording on the slide. Like, in my pocket, it wouldn't have looked... Like, in Cafe Nero, I could put my phone up on the counter and just, like, casually while yeah. I was asking the yeah, guy. But yeah, here, yeah. there was no way really I could do it. Plus, it was really loud. Plus, I was spending the day with two children, and I didn't want to walk away like you were planning to ask a child could you not have asked one of them yeah uh no no i decided okay. against okay. that as well for the sake yeah, it's of, probably not uh, the best idea yeah <laughs> but i did i did look it up i did i, oh, I said i'd get you an answer thanks, and i Pat. i've got you an answer okay um and there's there's several answers like a whale there's several species of whale oh, so yeah. didn't think of that Tim, the, did you? No. the blue whale it said that's a big guy has the just sort of a standardised whale's dick. That's your big boy. The blue whale has the largest penis in the animal kingdom. Nasty. It is commonly Except. cited as has, <laughs> as having an average penis length of 2.5 metres. That's 8 feet and 2 inches. That's 8 subways and a, and a wow. bite of someone else's. Um, to, to 3 metres. It can go up to 3 metres in length. The average can go up to 3 so you've got to think, that's the average. There's got to be some out there with even bigger. 
goodness. And I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah. which whales. I'll tell you which whales have bigger. The humpback whale can be up to ten feet long. What? Normally well, that's why concealed, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> carrying around all that extra weight. <laughs> it's normally concealed inside the animal's genital slit. And southern right whales boast some of the largest penises in nature. Maximum length of four meters. That is twelve foot. Wow. And it's got like a, it's got a pair of one ton testicles. So there you go. That's how big is a whale's dick. <laughs> the new and <laughs> now old feature that will never return. What um, was what was the highlights of the aquarium? Highlights of the aquarium. So I Joe, were you, you going to say a technical point? No, no. I just wanted to apologise to the to the listeners for the start of this show. I, uh, I, I I'm strug- I'm still sort of getting over the word slit. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's made me feel a bit ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's Pat. why I left it in. <laughs> what was uh, the highlights of the aquarium? Highlights of the aquarium was so it was like it was quite quite a um uh a personal trip because this girl I've started seeing she's got two kids and this was the first time I was meeting them. So it was like trying to like win them over, yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think I did. The oldest of the two is a massive Harry Potter fan, Perfect. so obviously Lovely. she's cool and we got on. And the youngest was just she's just nuts. Like <laughs> you know, there was a little hesitation at first, but within about two hours, she was like climbing up my back and stuff like that. Oh, and, you know, we, nice. we were having a great time. So that was probably on a personal highlight. Um, but the actual highlight of the aquarium. Uh, they had some jellyfish that are, that are pretty cool. They're pretty creepy. Um, penguins, penguins. The penguins were the highlight. I always love, always love a penguin. I just love seeing penguins. They look like little gentlemen. They, you're absolutely right. Do you know what? I I really I can't wait until you know you're you're solidly in this relationship and we can start mining some sweet sweet material out of those children. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's early days yet, and I don't want to. I don't want to jinx anything. No, sure. Um, but yeah. In fact, to the point, do you, were... do, you, do you even want me to keep that last sentence in? <laughs> oh no, yeah, that's fine. And then we went. So from the aquarium, we keep went to <laughs> keep this bit, Joe. This is a good bit. Um, well, actually, I've got some more work for you to do in a sec. Play the uh, Potter Watch jingle. Ooh, Potter Watch. And now, live from Podsmead, the after all this time always gang bring you Potter Walk. Uh, so we went to the M&M store and on the way, walking through Leicester Square, they've got a Harry Potter statue that I've never noticed before. I looked it up, it's, it went up it, round about this time last year, October last year. And it's... Uh, Elsa's literally got photos standing next to it last week. Last week. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. it was there. Yeah, So, so that's the... pretty cool. Um, it's just a statue of uh, Harry on his broom, uh, but that's the end of Potter Watch. So and, and Paddington. <laughs> and I didn't see the Paddington one. That's the yeah, end. Potter Watch. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> Live Potter Watch. You know what? Potter Watch in the flesh. Can we can we tease this episode? Like Tom, I the really need, oh, Tom. I'm going to need you to go ham on Twitter now. So tonight, okay. tomorrow, and then all of Thursday, just talk about how we brought back Potter Watch. Potter watch. Loads it, and I'll have a picture of Harry Potter as the picture. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that'd be good. Such a waste of time. Just because I just wrote in an editing note, like say, right, Potter watch at 18 minutes. Like, we hit 19 minutes, and we've already spent most of the last minute talking about. What yes. didn't even didn't even you wouldn't even count it as a minute because it was less than half. Yeah. You would round it down to oh, zero no, minutes of Potter Watch. Honestly, is Pat, what is your feelings about the M M&M and M shop? So I'd never been there before. Yeah. I was I was blown away really? by I, I don't know what I was expecting, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't that. I thought it would just be loads and loads of M and M's. I didn't realise it'd be Almost anything you can think of purchasing, somehow branded with M&M's. The thing that got me was M&M paperclips. 16 M-shaped paperclips. Eight pounds. (laughs) They're they're genius, though, because M&M's aren't that good. They're not great. They were just just the first ones to Um, to do the shop. 
That's, yeah, happy. that's the thing that got me. I was like, why not a Mars store? Like, I'm sure yeah. there's something more popular than M&M's. M&M's are only popular because there is a store for them. Yeah. And they've got the characters. They sh- they've got the characters that no one likes. Well, they haven't changed the advert in 10 years. <laughs> like... <laughs> Scott Somerley. That's that must be ten years plus. Easy, easy. <laughs> when is Scott gonna learn? <laughs> but it's like, if they were pop, if they're a popular brand, do you think they'd have a new advert out every year? The Guinness advert, the John Lewis advert, the Eminem advert. But they Jesus, there's a new yeah. meerkat. There's a new meerkat advert every week. It seems exactly. Yeah. yeah they don't. And it's just. Uh, I, but so so that was that in itself was enough. But then it was four floors of that. Yeah. It's... How are they cramming that much crap? I, I couldn't believe it. It's amazing. I was stunned. You've got to respect yeah. it. I, I do. I do. I was in awe. But I was awestruck. I, but I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I, did you eat any M&M's? Naturally, I had a few M&M's. I, tried, I was going to save it for Return of the Snack. Okay. Well, Pat, do you cry? Yes, I cry. Ha, ha. Um, a snack. Snack. Okay, so they've got this brownie M&M. I'm not sure if it's new, and I'm not sure if it's limited edition. Mm. But if it is new and you've never had one, well, I'm sorry, if it's not new but you've never had one, and just in case it is limited edition, mm-hmm. get these, because these are pretty good. Okay, M&M brownie. They're just, they're, they're like a bigger, they look like the peanut-shaped ones. They're bigger than your just plain chocolate but they've got little bits of brownie in them. They're a little bit chewier as well. Can't have too many because they're very sweet. They could sure. get a bit sickly, but for, for like a handful of about four in one go, mmm, nice, that's a nice chocolate hit. That's, uh, I think I think I've heard of the M&M brownie, but it could be one of those ones that's like, uh, you see it in the, the import section of those, those mm. candy shops. They oh, that means, it, that means it's important. <laughs> it's of much import. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and the only other snack, I've not tried it, but I'm hoping to in time for next week, mm. is Krispy Kreme have, do have a limited edition donut. Going off of what we've been talking about the last two weeks is a Toffee Crisp Krispy Kreme. Oh. So I'm hoping to try that tomorrow, because I'm working in the office tomorrow, so I'll grab one, and uh, I'll report back next week. Amazing. Do you know what? Because last week, Pat, I said... Um... You will definitely hold on to that exact bar of toffee crisp for me because that's the way your yeah. brain works. But I mean, that, and that would have sounded maybe like uh, I don't know an insult or like my brain doesn't work in the exact same way because of course mine does. Because I went to Morrison's and I saw a toffee crisp, but I'm not buying it because Pat's bought me one. I need to. Eat, <laughs> I need to I'm eat not the, wasting my money. Yeah, I need to. Eat, I already <laughs> own one. I need to eat the one Pat's bought me. I'll go. I'll go to Kings at some point and I'll eat that. But also, speaking of M&Ms, I have a memory of being at yours when you lived in uh, Barnhurst. And I remember saying, I think I'd probably come around to watch Lost on a Sunday or something like that. And I really fancied getting some some of those crispy M&Ms. Uh, And we told your mum, we were like, we're going to go try and find some crispy M&M's. And she just didn't believe us. She didn't believe they existed. And she thought we were out up to no good. (laughs) So it just had a really bad slang. A euphemism. Slang for drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in terms of snacks, uh, in terms of my crying for the last week. um, Well, actually, this is genuine crime because I went to Ireland and I had, uh, you know, I was sourcing all of the, the dairy milk mint crisp, which isn't available over here. Only now, they've they've relaunched the mint crisp bar, only limited edition. Once again, it's only available in Tesco. But they've they've got they've they've gone extra. Now we've got mint fingers and mint buttons. Oof. Oh Oof. boy! I mean, I had the mint buttons, and. I mean, well, it's just—it's basically just mint chocolate, but it's just high quality. It's dairy milk, mm. minty. It's, it's what I like really about nice. what I like about the buttons as well is if you just want a hint, you can just have one button, mm. maybe two. If there's one stuck to the base of the other one, I like that one. But if you want a big hit, you grab a fistful of buttons. It's like yeah. I like how much it's in your control. You do have. You do. You are the one with all the power when it comes to the buttons. Mm. Yeah. I like how you started that with "if you want a genuine cry." <laughs> oh no, the, the genuine cry was uh, was because uh, my friend Jack, who I was in Ireland with, he was calling me pathetic for the amount of uh, 
mint chocolate I was purchasing and putting in my bag. Um, so like he 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 found it very funny that I'd come home and it's readily available in the shop down my road. Yeah, you're like um, you're like one of those people that hoarded all the toilet paper, and then it just end, they just end up with yeah. loads of it because the stores just then went, oh no, we've got loads. And they're like, well, can I take it back to the store? No, you can't. No, you can't. You just have to sit on it, mate. Literally. Yeah. Do you think we've got Halloween coming up? Do you think there'll be an increase of people toilet papering houses and stuff like that? Because that'll be a good excuse for Joe to get rid of all his chocolates when the trick or treat has come round. <laughs> <laughs> that he's hoarded from Ireland. <laughs> i tell you what, though, the, the, introdu- the introduction of the, these limited edition minty dairy milks means that Christmas is on its way, gang. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Oh, we said it earlier. We do, do like Christmas. I enjoy Christmas. I like Christmas, I like dogs, I like tennis. <laughs> Although they did say today that possibly uh, restrictions are going to come back yeah, yeah. I saw. Oh, who it. knows what they're going to say? Because they also said they weren't doing the passports, and then they said they are doing the passport. Who knows? What's they going absolutely to should do the passports. By the way, I'd feel a lot safer going because, especially because it's it's like last year, like last summer. I I quite enjoyed going to the pub because I was sitting outside, and then you know when the night started drawing in, I felt less comfortable in the pub because mm-hmm. you'd you'd have to go inside. And uh, but if like the introduction of passports, I'd I'd feel more comfortable being in pubs I think I, don't, I, I, I feel uncomfortable making it a, the whole vaccine passport so I, I, I feel Pro- uncomfortable but proof of uh, proof of a negative test result yeah yeah so but, so that's not a double vaccine I, I mean I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm double jabbed mm. that's me okay you know mm-hmm. um, the problem is we do have a lot of dickheads and unfortunately, I believe those dickheads should just have the right to do what they want, like in terms of what they put into their body. Sure. Um, and we should have the right to yeah. not be near them. So if there's a vaccine passport in a pub, I, th- I think it's what I don't because one, I think as Pat said last last week, if you can't have the vaccine, that's absolutely fine. Like you're exempt, but I don't think the vaccine is a political issue. There's there's a lot of misinformation out there though, and I feel like if there was. I feel like this is endemic of a bigger problem, which is just a lack of trust mm. on people. And, and this isn't anything new, but the, the massive spread of misinformation of the past five years. Mm. So really, there has to be a bigger shift towards trusting science again and cracking down on misleading stories online yes. and stopping the spread of conspiracy theories. But we, we kind of should have been doing that already. Mm. to have not got to the stage we're at now. But I do kind of agree with Tom. You can't really tell people. What what I would prefer is that places, like private businesses, operate at their own discretion. So yeah, maybe like, the so, government like isn't social saying... Media companies, ev- yeah. Yeah, like, government isn't saying everyone has to get this thing. But if you want to go drink in this pub, they're saying, well, you need some kind of proof of you know, a negative test or that you've been jabbed. And then it's like, if you have a problem with that, take it up with the owners of that pub or don't drink in that pub. Mm, and for the yeah. people that, like you, Joe, and, and I do feel the same in this respect of, I'm much more at ease if I know I can kind of trust the people around me yeah. to have taken every precaution to look after themselves and me, then I will frequent pubs like that. Sure. But you really, but you can't, enforce something that really is a private choice it's just frustrating that most people aren't making the right choice no not most people but majority of people are vaccinated it's just frustrating there's a lot of people that haven't made the right choice themselves I mean yeah I, I get it and but I do think you're right it's because there's a lot of misinformation out there and it's but it's it's people willfully spreading misinformation knowing it's misinformation oh yeah <laughs> the Nicki Minaj thing oh my god <laughs> That. Oh my god, have you seen have you seen her back and forth with Piers Morgan? No. Yeah. <laughs> so who said no? Who said no, no, I haven't seen it. I, I I saw the thing about him saying, Oh, we've met and she was like, No, we haven't and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find it. Uh so Piers Morgan tweets, Professor Witty beast Beefing with the ghastly Nicki Minaj, one of the rudest little madams I've ever met, is not the breaking news that I expected today, but it's most welcome. She's peddling lies that will cost lives. 
Mickey Minaj replies, Sir, I've never met you. I know we all look alike. Rudest little madam, I like it. It has a special ring to it. Thanks, Pierce. Love the accent. I'd love to come chat. Scones, tea, clam nose and big red shoes for you. LMK, babe. What's, what's LMK? Let me know. Let me know, babe. Kissy face. Pat, read, he the, replies. I was gonna say, read the initial tweet from the Minaj that kicked all this off. Let's see if I can find that. My cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and he became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. Which is, you know, a a strong closing sentiment. Yeah, so you go enjoy your pub, right? And then (laughs) people have people with swollen balls on your conscience. (laughs) Are we still on the snacks? Oh, yeah. So, Mark, <laughs> Mark Morrison's still playing. <laughs> That's good. Um, have you, have you, any more to add, or should I stop crying? Uh, I had <laughs> dairy milk choc tops this week, and they Which are keep, delicious. What? Dairy milk what? Choc tops. What are they? The ice cream. The ice cream, and it's encased in chocolate. It's really good. Ooh. I've had them before. I think I might have brought them up before, or they might not have been dairy milk ones that I brought up before, but uh, yeah, very, very much. I'm, I'm, uh, gl- I'm glad Mark was keeping us company that whole time. Yeah, cheers, Mark. <laughs> I also found some snacks in a cupboard. What? found some mini cheddars. Oh. There's two packs of mini oh, cheddars in there. Oh, good. that's a good day. Oh, it's a good day. Yeah, if you'd, and, and obviously mini cheddars don't go out of date, so they could have been there for years. They do. <laughs> and they were still good. But they, they, weren't, they, weren't, they didn't go soft. Um, no, no, they were still crispy. Lovely. Stuff. They were nice. Oh, see, that's, that's good, see? One thing out of snack time now. Oh, so okay, I've stopped crying. Good. Uh, I mentioned me and Elsa watched Spider-Man. I also forgot last week to bring up the fact that we watched The Lost World. Ah. And I'll be honest, there's a film. I totally forgot just how much fun it was. It's a, yeah, it's way, I hadn't watched it in <laughs> years. Uh, so good until a few months ago I, I never understood the, the bad reputation that had I really I always wrote it enjoyed off. it I really wrote that guy I mean off. yeah it is, it is subpar to the original but the original is yeah. a, a masterpiece mm. there's a but, lot of films subpar to the, to the original Jurassic Park yeah like, <laughs> yeah I mean <laughs> it's, it's still it's still probably the best sequel that, that has been yeah. made to Jurassic Park yeah and that's it's, true it's oh, got gotcha, so many fun yes. sequences yeah. so that, do you know what that's probably did she, it did she enjoy it she really enjoyed it. Um, the 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 seat she was going absolutely mad uh, for the bus scene over the cliff edge. Oh, brilliant! Oh, she was yeah. Um, and then really enjoyed the uh, gymnastic kick. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, you just forget. See, yeah, again, everyone everyone craps on that line, but it's like this is a movie that kids can enjoy. It no, too. I mm. I remember in the cinema loving that line. Mm. As, yeah, I remember hearing that line going yeah. The, um, callback. I, I may have. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's that's where Tom learned his craft. That Structurally, film. that's superb. <laughs> superb, Jeff. Superb. I um, yeah, because I think I can't remember if I mentioned this on the podcast, but the only reason I rewatched that film recently is because I was texting uh, our mate Ross, friend of the show, Ross, the second best artist from school. Uh, in our year specifically. In our year specifically. Um, and because uh, I, I, I was texting about the new Jurassic Park because they they just put the posters out at that point, and then he sent me a quote and I was and I was just like I don't really have anything for you, mate. And he was like, please don't text me unless your fandom is up to scratch. <laughs> <With my, laughs> so, so, so I went off that day and watched Jurassic Park two and three just to refresh myself. We have spoke quite a bit, um, so I'm just going to quickly rifle through. Um... 1853 to 1856, it was Russia versus the Alliance of France, the Ottoman Empire, the United Kingdom and Sardinia. It was actually quite a religious battle, Catholics versus Eastern European Orthodox, and Russia lost. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, mate. That was Crimean. That was Uh, Crimean War. Crimean War. Uh, Give us a war, I'll tell you some more. Can we... But very briefly. (laughs) Uh, I watched... um... I watched that new Benedict Cumberbatch film uh, yesterday, The Courier. So can next week's be about the Cold War? I know you've done the Cold War. The Cold. Did you do the Cold War? I didn't do the Cold War. You didn't do the Cold War. No, he's done Vietnam. 
Vietnam. Korea. No. Korea. That's Crimean. it. And now Crimean. Crimean. The Cold War. I'd like the Cold War, please. Okay. It's a. Uh, okay. And Was also, I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's quite a good film. Okay. I mean, uh, any recommendations? What you've been watching? Uh, I I've recently watched Clickbait uh, on Netflix. Oh, I was going to watch that. I didn't. I didn't. So um, that's the end of that story. Yeah. It was. I mean. I mean. I, I'm quite conflicted about it because it was entertaining in that the story had lots of twists and turns and it kept you engaged. Mm-hmm. But I was very disappointed in the fact that all of the characters were very very stupid and could get out of situations that they'd put themselves in. Mm. Like, it was their own stupidity that was driving a lot of the plot. Mm. Um, some of the performances were quite bad. Mm. And uh, what was the other thing? Oh, and some of the characters are insanely smart, because a lot of it is trying to find like someone's being... Do you know the premise of it, Tom? I don't, know. So this dad, like, seemingly the guy with the perfect life, uh, goes missing and then a video of him turns up on the internet saying when this video hits 5 million views this man will die and it's a video of him holding up signs saying I, I abuse women and I've killed a woman and suddenly like you know the family's whole life rips apart where is he what are these signs about who's doing this to him and all that stuff and it is it is very engaging but it's just very very silly as well does if it you can wrap... look past the silliness yeah does it wrap things up okay. or is it opening up for season two it definitely wraps everything up in right. quite in quite a funny way um right. i mean unintentionally funny but there's one bit where like there was a there was a car accident and then as everything's sort of like getting resolved at the end you just hear one officer quickly be like that was the car that ran the other one off the road and it's like oh yes thank you officer for tying up that loose plot thread <laughs> yes they like they're just yeah. hammering through answers nice. in the last 10 minutes um, I rewatched uh, Cruel Summer because I did it with Anna. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that still. Okay, oh, I would like to get onto that at some point. Yeah, I think it's. I think you'd enjoy it. Lovely stuff. Um, are we going to quiz in a sec? Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to go grab a drink. I'll be back in <coughs> two secs. Okay, guys. No, wait, wait, <laughs> wait for me. Joe is on Nirvana. No. And oh yeah, time. Yeah. Starts now. What is it? <laughs> um, do, do you want to know your answers, Pat? Um, give me, give me the, give me the first initials. The first initials. <laughs> no, no. Um, I think your one. You should, you should probably get five out of five. Really? They are quite, do you think Joe? Do you think Joe's got a chance? Uh, Joe should get all five of his. I would okay. get all five of Joe's. Um, I would get a couple of your ones. Um, this is week three of uh, series two, so they should start getting a little, a little trickier. What's the, what? And question five: uh, in the van, in the MTV Unplugged. Question five: MTV Unplugged. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, Joe, you've gone for Nirvana, the career after. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Um. Pat, you are on Lost Season 2. I'm going to go Joe mm-hmm. first. Okay. Okay. Joe, number one. What is the name of the bassist of Nirvana? Uh, Chris Novoselic. Okay, now question two. What major English festival did Nirvana headline in 1992? Uh, Reading. Well done. What was the first single off Nevermind? Was it Smells Like Teen Spirit? It was Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, uh, what was the follow-up album to Nevermind? The follow-up album to and uh, to Nevermind in Utero. Yes, during their MTV Unplugged session, Nirvana covered "The Man Who Sold the World," a song by which artist? David Bowie. Lovely. Well there we go. Beautiful. Pat lost season two. Question mm-hmm. one: Who did Jack think his wife was having an affair with? Uh, I believe that's season three, but his dad. <laughs> When you were stumbling over that, I was like, I, was I, I know the answer to this. Yeah, I was like, I know this answer. Yeah, okay. It's his dad. What was the name of Jack's wife? Sarah. Where did Jack and Desmond first meet? Uh, in a stadium. Yep. Whilst burying the messages in a bottle, what does son lose? Her wedding ring. 
And number five. <coughs> what, what three words did Locke say before the hatch imploded? I was wrong. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Okay, right, so it's down to the snitch as to who writes the quiz now. Down to the snitch. Now well, we both got... keep our subjects. Yeah, we both now, keep Guys, them. we all know, we all know that Harry Potter statue is in Leicester <laughs> Square. Yeah. Squares are a lovely, lovely crisps yes, that have been yeah. enjoyed by all three of us. Oh, yeah, and some, someday... A different flavour will come out and we will feature it in return of the snack. Snacks can involve things like M&M. M&M's, which are in Leicester Square, the M&M shop. Mm. <laughs> Shops are where we go to buy groceries. Grocer... Come on. <laughs> Grocer... <laughs> this... Where do I stop at groceries? Um... Most to me, groceries. What was the last time you most said groceries? Groceries mean most to me when I'm hungry. Hungry is a place in Eastern Europe which played England, and their fans were racist and nasty. Nasty Nick Cotton was in the news because he said that he didn't. He was fired from EastEnders when he didn't want his character to kiss another man. Man Down was the name of a Greg Davies sitcom. Yes. Sitcom Oh my god is, is <laughs> Sitcom is is a command that I've heard and I've often said, Did you say sit Tom? And they said, No, sitcom. <laughs> sitcom is what I do when I want to watch things like, like sitcoms. Um, it's like a sitcoms or a movie. Yeah. Right. A movie like Spider-Man. Right. But what I'm asking you guys is... Yes. What was, in America, the opening... Oh, no, sorry. I imagine it's just worldwide. Yep. Well, what was the worldwide... No, American. What was the American opening weekend numbers for Sam Ra- Sam Raimi's 2002 Spider-Man? Um... Well, it, it was a hit, wasn't it? In US dollars, it was a it was a big hit because uh, it was it was a hit, Tom. In uh, in the TV show, sorry, it was a hit, Tom. In in the hit TV show Entourage, there's a storyline where the the main guy plays Aquaman, and his his version of Aquaman beats Spider Man mm-hmm. on the opening weekend numbers, but I cannot remember. Okay. No, I can't remember. Although, interesting side note, the main guy from Entourage who plays the actor, he's the dad in Clickbait. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. For a second, I thought you were saying that what I'd said was an interesting side note. <laughs> an uh, interesting cider note <laughs> to an already interesting side yeah. note. Um, I've written down a guess in the chat, uh, so I'll okay. hit send... I'll hit send uh, as Joe lifts his up. Okay, now I'm, ju- I'm just going to say it because it's too many zeros. Uh, I'm going to say 300 million. And I've said 58 million. Opening uh, weekend. Opening weekend is 300 million. Oh, the God, weekend. what an idiot boy. Um, Pat takes it. It's 114 million. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So still, I was still half off. Wow. Yeah. Man, that is a good opening weekend. It's a good opening weekend. Yeah. I would have thought with 2002 money as well, it would have it been... It was the first $100 million opening weekend, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wowzers. Well, Patrick, well done, mate. Thank you. Um, and well done to Spider-Man. That's, those are really good numbers. Well done, yeah, Spider-Man. Cool, Spidey. Uh, so yeah. I'll, I keep my subject, but I will keep ro- subject. I write next week's quiz. Tom, what, sh- what are you having? I think I'm allowed Derry Girls again, aren't I? Oh, yeah. I I requested, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Uh, you're going to have... But you're you're still technically on week one. So it'll be... So I'll give you Derry Girls week 1.5. 
Pat's on week four. He's still technically on week one. Yeah, that's with very his true. brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll, we haven't even got. I'll have to go. You know, for some how deep cuts how next long week. did I say? Like I've been sitting on the Sopranos for a long time. Oh no, sorry, sitting on Lost for a long time with this. Yeah, I've been sitting on Sopranos even longer. Yeah. Once the Sopranos rewatch I is done, can't wait. Oh, I tell you, I tell you what, I watched an episode of Broadwalk Empire on my dad's mum and dad's today. Yeah, and I, mm. I've never seen that before, and I was like, oh, Have you not? I think never seen. Oh, it. I, think oh I, I think I'll enjoy that. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. And there's some uh, Broadwalk Empire. Michael K. Williams is in that as well, isn't he? Yeah, he is. he's great yeah. in it. Oh yeah, I, I was rewatching um, the Wire series four last week. My God. Oof. Yeah, so that's probably the best series. I think yeah. it's I think it's one of the best sort of set of episodes of any TV show ever. Mm. Incre- mm. The full Flawless. series of the Wire is just ah, oh, that's my recommendation for the week. Which is weird because in the opening seasons you love like Stringer Bell, and yeah. and then but but it's a bit. Like I like how... I like I like Bunk and McNulty. I like them as a like mm. a, a yeah. double act, but McNulty's. Barely in season four. Yeah. yeah. Comes in at yeah. like right. Well, yeah, he's in like in the odd bit. Oh, but it's just great, especially once you've seen it all and you can just see how they're all sort of slowly piecing everything together to build up to season four. Oh, it's just that's so good, mm. man. I might need to do a rewatch of The Wire, actually. It's, it's been too I mean, now TV. Now TV's got everything at the moment. Yeah. But I tell you what, the next few months are looking fabulous for both TV and films. We've got, well, we've got Bond coming out in a couple of weeks. We've got another yeah. two Marvel films before the end of the year. Is that right? Or is there one? Yeah. No, it's two. Doctor uh, Strange no. in there as well. No, that's next year, but right. we've got Spider-Man and the Eternals. The Eternals, that's yes. the one. <clears throat> two have you guys films. been watching What If? No, is it good? I have. I've, I've watched it with Elsa, but she has actually said to me, watch the zombie one without me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty violent. Yeah. I mean, I know it's animated violence, but it's no. still, like, considering how light the show started in that first episode, it, it's, got, it's got quite dark quite quick. Yeah. Yeah, that Doctor Strange one was... Wow. The Doctor <laughs> Strange one was... That, 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 I just thought, was a great 30 minutes of any TV show. Yeah. Just as a great, like, 30-minute, like, parable. Mm. That, was, that was very good. That is, yeah, they're fables, aren't they? They're, fables, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well worth a watch. Well worth a watch. Um, just don't watch um, Zombie One with your seven year old. Also got got quite annoyed because I put it on and it, there was. I I learnt. I mean, this is my fault. I should have a separate profile for her, as a kid. But I did. There's a a, a screenshot from American Horror Story that looks oh, terrifying. Thomas Tull. And it's mm. and it's in there. And she was like, "Can you please turn that off? Because that's that that's horrible." And I was like. Got, and then I realised I could have just made her a profile but you can't get to what if via her profile so then I literally had to go right close your eyes I'm going to check if there's a new what if there's not okay back to your profile <laughs> but um, I, 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 yeah I suppose well as we're I know we're wrapping up but we've technically strayed into Week Geek and Jock so just quick mentions mm. of the Matrix trailer I liked yeah. it I d- I liked it. I wasn't. I really. I really didn't like either of the sequels to the Matrix. Um, I cannot tell you one thing about the sequels. No, me neither. Uh, apart I, from, being, I apart from the big watch. massive fight with the the number of um, Agent the Agent Smith. Smiths. Yeah, that's all I can I, remember. I, I still like. I think they remind me of the pirates films. In that the first one is absolutely brilliant. The second one is good in parts, but not as good. And then the third one is just atrocious. Oh and that's God. so when it like when this fourth one came out and it was still quite under the radar like a few people in the house were like they're doing a fourth matrix oh god why i'm like well why not it's not like they can ruin it it's already ruined the third movie has already ruined it mm. so it's not yeah. like they're crapping on any kind of legacy so I'm like yeah keep making them yeah, okay hopefully just, this one will be good it's making the most uh, of uh that sort of keanu reeves new image because back then he was just sort of he was a super famous movie star but no one thought he was mm. cool Whereas now he's like super cool. I don't know, he's pretty cool in speed. But yeah, I know what you mean. But I don't think people thought his public persona was cool. But now he's an older dude no. with a good beard. Yeah. It's like, I like this I guy. tell you what it did, it did remind me of though, this trailer. It did remind me of Jurassic World. And it reminded me of Force Awakens. Because there are several mm. parts of the trailer mm. that are almost shot for shot remakes of the original movie. Mm. 
And there could be an in-world reason as to why, because the the path oh, of the one, the Leo's yeah, character, yeah, yeah. is a cyclical thing, and the Matrix is literally rebooted at the end of the third one, and now we're seeing this rebooted world, and maybe they have to go through the same steps again. Yeah. But it just does feel like nostalgia bait again. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, all yeah. all the nods to the originals that I actually didn't like. I liked everything that looked new and fresh. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no Morpheus, is there? Uh, there's no Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I'd say you there's, think that. there's a yeah. I think there's there's a there's, yeah there's a guy in the trailer that I think is a young Morpheus, right. even though you've got an old Neo. And the way I'm making sense of it in my head, you can cut all this if it's too boring. Go on. But Neo dies at the end of <clears throat> the third Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Say like he's then like re replugged in. They reharvest his body or whatever and create a new person. You've now got a new baby Neo inside the Matrix. Real Morpheus dies like 40 years later. Reharvest his body and plug him in. You've now got a 40-year-old Neo and a baby Morpheus, which is why Morpheus is now younger than Neo in this new movie. Right. That's how I'm making sense of it in my head. Okay. Could be something completely different. Okay, okay. Uh, and oh, I guess just a quick one for the Hawkeye trailer. I think, I think it was good fun. I think I'll enjoy yeah. watching that with Elsa. I think it looks it looks very um, Falcon Winter Soldier. I think I think it look I think it'll be one that's good good for you to watch with y- your kid. No, I just, yeah. I just I think it looks good fun. Um, I like I yeah. like the Christmassy vibes to it. Yeah. I th- I, so you like Christmas? I love Christmas. I, but I think I think it can go either way. I mean, I'm just I don't know how much I care about the character. I don't. Like, but then you know, I think I thought that about. Winter Soldier as well. I don't think I really cared about his storyline too much, and then that—that that was a great show. Mm. So who knows? Who knows? Straight from the horse's mouth. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you guys like to add? Um, I have nothing for me. I've said so much. All that remains to be said. Yes. Uh, is um, <laughs> my name is Tom Toll. No, my name is Patrick no. Holland. No. Yes, thank it you is. so so much. No. actually, what's no, the... actually? Well, thank you so so much for listening. Actually, genuinely, thank you so so much. But what if they want to get in touch with us, Tom? How are they doing that? Shout. You, uh... We'll hear them. Right, check last week's check last week's episode for uh, socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's a great Instagram, idea. Twitter, Facebook at ATTA Pod. There it is. Or the email ATTOPod at gmail.com. That's correct. All that remains to be said now. now remains to be said, yeah. Is that my name is Tom Tom? My name is Patrick Collins. I'm Joe Power. This has been After All This Time. Always. Bye, guys. Oh, just a heads up. It's raining here, and there's nothing I can do about the noise of the rain on the window. Like if you open, oh, if you open the window, the rain won't hit the window. Yeah, but it'll go all over my TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it'll it'll make on, noise. It'll make noise it'll, on the TV. It'll still go on the window because the window's at an angle. So if I open it, if anything, it hits it more. Take the pain out. Take, well, I said. Pat would, love to take, Pat would love to take the pain out. <laughs> Stick a knife for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>